Welcome to the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute. In Jersey, 101.5. From the streets of Union City to your nighttime radio, Steve Travelly's keeps you in the Jersey No. That is the number to call, 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelisse, you and me, till 11 o'clock tonight. We got so much to talk about. 10 o'clock tonight, John Lodge, bass player for the Moody Blues, will be on. We'll be talking about the show he's going to be doing at the Ocean City Music Pier on uh, July 25th. The Moody Blues are no longer touring. John Lodge is. He's taking the Moody Blues out on the road. we got to be discussing that. Uh, Bruce Springsteen has announced his tour. We'll be talking about that. The worst fast food sandwiches ever. But i got to start the show a way that I was uh, hoping and praying to start this show since I heard this news two years ago. My best friend is cancer-free. Write it down. Shout it from the rooftops. My best friend is cancer-free. Glenn Stewart of the B Street Band is uh, out celebrating at this moment, and I had to open the show with this. What's happening, pal? How are you, man? I'm doing good. How do you I feel? Am, I am, I am cancer free. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, my ass. You are cancer free. That's it. According to science, yes. I had a, I had a scan done the other day, and the results came back today, and I'm doing very well. That is fantastic. Now, this is so. This whole started thing about what two years ago. This journey, right? Uh, two and a half years ago, yeah. Uh, and what kind of cancer did you have? I had a stage three lung cancer. Right. Uh, I had a tumor in my lung and, lung and it had spread, spread to some lymph glands. And I went through about six months of chemo, about 36 radiation treatments, and two and a half years of a drug they call Keytruda. Right. And a lot of hope and prayers and goodwill from a lot of people, which, oh, I think helped. I'm telling you, man, that text today made my day. It made my family's day. As you know, you're part of our family. Uh, this is the best news. This is so fantastic. And you're working like seven days a week. You can't even come down here and hang out. No, I know. I know. We've been very busy this summer. It's been a very busy, busy summer. A busy, busy summer. This is fantastic. Uh, you're out celebrating tonight. Tell me about now. You also, while this was going on, you know, uh, what took your mind off of this? You wrote an album. And now you also wrote a new song called Highways and Rivers, Springsteen and Me. And I really do love the job you did with the video, I might say. But Thank you. Tell me, tell me, about, tell me about the song. Uh, it's, a, it's a song about being a fan. Uh, you know, doing what I do. I've, I've heard stories from people for 30-some-odd years now about their Springsteen experiences. So I started writing stuff. One of the things I wrote was just a song about my own experience of being a fan and, and you know, how it's affected my life. Um, and I, I like it. I thought it came out pretty well. It came out great. I'm going to play it later. You know what? Uh, you, you took Springs, being a Springsteen fan, like, uh, to the highest level, right? You know, most people just like him. They go see him. You played his songs on stage for 30 years, and you continue to do so. Yeah, I've, I feel a little bit of responsibility to the music, and, and I feel a, a little bit of responsibility for, you know, everything that, his music is provided for me over the years, you know. 
um, you know, it's given me a good, good living here for the last some odd years. It's given me a family. It's given me an opportunity to meet hundreds and hundreds of people. Uh, so Bruce Springsteen was very, very good to me. <laughs> And you know what? You feel that responsibility because you take singing those songs very seriously. You know who you see, yeah, whose I songs do. you're singing. I, I, I really do. I, I, I try to treat him with respect. I've always had a great amount of respect for him. I've always had a great amount of respect for his music. And um, I try to do him justice, you know. and it, it's, it's fun music to sing. It's fun music to play. It's, it's got a lot of depth and emotion, and it's fun to do. And where are you going to be playing it? Uh, tomorrow we're down in Ventnor. Right. And Thursday I'm at the Golden Nugget on the deck in Atlantic City. Is that every Thursday through the summer? That's every Thursday all summer long. Sundays at Jenks. Right. Every Sunday through the summer for most of them. Yes. Most of them, yes. Right. And, uh, all, all over. Uh, you can find out at bstreetband.com, uh -huh. um, where we are from week to week. And, uh, you can check out the video on, on YouTube. Just search out Glenn Stewart Music. And the song's called Highways and Rivers. And uh, the video is there. The song is going to be available to download on July 22nd. July 22nd. All music, all music platforms. Wherever you can find music, you will find this record. <laughs> Highways and Rivers. Springsteen and me. A love letter from a 62-year-old man to a 72-year-old man. That's exactly what it is. Uh-huh. And you know what? Now Springsteen announced the tour dates uh, today. You going to the shows? I have no idea. Usually we end up working most of the nights that he plays. It. <laughs> you get to stay outside and play <laughs> as yeah. he's coming in, right? That's how you know. Yeah. You know, yeah. so you could pregame, like you could pregame the Bruce show by watching the B Street Band before you go in. It's like Caddyshack. You know, we have a pool and a pond. That'd be good for you. I am so happy. I, I've been looking forward to this moment since the first time you called me and told me what was going on. And I got the text today that you're cancer-free. And just to be able to laugh with you on the radio. I am so happy. I love you so much. And I'm so happy this worked out for you. Thank you. And I want to thank you, too, because you were a big part of this. Um, you pulled me through a lot of early morning sad phone calls. And uh, you always lifted my spirits. And you always do. It's what we do, you and me. I think, yes, it's what we do. It's what we do. All right, go eat. We'll talk soon. All right, thank you, everybody, once again. And uh, hopefully I'll see you sometime this summer, and I'll talk to you soon. You got it, pal. That's Glenn Stewart of the B Street Band, Cancer Free. How about that? You know, you, you love hearing the news, um, your friends, uh, when uh, the, you hear about what's happening, and then they come through it, they come out the other end. My wife is a survivor. We all know who survivors are. If uh, anybody wants to call, tell their story. I'd love to hear it. Bruce Springsteen is going to be touring. We talked about that. I've got a post at NJ1015 dot com about the songs you'd like to hear bruce play live so we're going to start the show with that but i just uh, i got that news and i've been planning to have glenn on you know talking about the new song and i figured when i got that what better way to open a show you know 1-800-283-101.5 all right summer is here you're going on vacation soon do you want to do the activities that make you happy still have that nagging pain that won't go away 
Well, now is the time to do something about it. You need to call my friends at Trinity Rehab. You're on the beach, you're hiking, walking the dog. Trinity Rehab can help, and now's the time. Give them a call at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. They have the EPAP machine, which most places don't have. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, gets rid of pain fast. Most patients better in three five-minute sessions. No prescription needed to get started. Call them at 800-518-0977 or trinity-rehab.com. They are here for you. Isn't it time to start feeling better and have no pain? Call Trinity Rehab with locations in Newtown, Doylestown, and Newtown Square. And you know they have locations all around New Jersey like Somerset, Short Hills, Wayne Wall, Hackensack, Cherry Hills. So we'll check out the newest location in Flemington. That's trinity-rehab.com. Here's New Jersey 101.5 Fast Traffic. 1.5 and Rutgers football present the Big Joe Jersey Talent Show. Ready for the spotlight? Enter now to be in the show at Jenkinson's at Point Pleasant Beach. The winner receives over $13,000 in prizes. For details, visit nj1015.com. And thanks to our sponsors, Rob Dukansky, At Home Recreation, Rutgers Football. Keep chopping. Single game tickets on sale July 19th at scarletknights.com. The Big Joe Jersey Talent Show from Rutgers Football and New Jersey 101.5, right? 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. We were talking about this uh, earlier. Bruce Springsteen has announced his tour dates. He's coming to the Prudential Center April the 14th. Are you going? And uh, how do you feel about that? How psyched are you to see Bruce Springsteen on a scale of 1 to 10? Are you psyched that you can't wait to get there? Are you willing to pay any price? How much are you willing to pay? Uh, or is it like, oh, I've been there, done that, I've seen him a thousand times. And what songs are you looking forward to hearing? I put a blog up that I asked on social media, I asked on uh, Twitter, you know, what songs do you want to hear Bruce play, uh, play live? Got a whole bunch of responses, turned them into a post, which is on nj1015.com. You can check it out. But I'm interested to know your thoughts and how psyched you are to see Bruce Springsteen coming around touring. We know he could sing because we heard him do Glory Days with uh, Paul McCartney. Did it so well, he's ended up in uh, Glasgow, Scotland doing it as well. So where are you? 1-800-283-101.5. And what are the songs that you want to hear Bruce sing? What are you looking forward to hearing him sing? Do you want to hear the old stuff? Or do you want to hear him do more of the new stuff? You want to hear songs that you wouldn't normally see. One thing about Paul McCartney, he hasn't changed his set in like 40 years. So you know what you're going to get. I would like to see him do, you know, do some other songs. But again, you know, because I'm a huge Beatle fan. Uh, where are you on Bruce? Brendan is in Old Bridge under Jersey 101.5. Hey, Brendan. Hey, how's it going? Good, buddy. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. All right, man. How psyched are you for Bruce? I am so psyched that he's coming uh, to, back to New Jersey and he's touring the U.S. again. Last time I called in, it was right when uh, he was on Broadway. That's the last time I called in for the, uh, when he was doing the COVID mandate. So it's funny. Both times I'm calling in, it's about Bruce. I'm glad you did it. This is what it takes, Brandon. To get you to call in, I will talk about Bruce Springsteen every night, no matter what he does. Uh, I'll hold you to that. I'll hold you to that. All right. What song you want to see him most play live? I want to see him play Mary Queen of Arkansas live. It's one of my favorite songs of all time on the first album. Wow. He almost never plays it. 
I know. I mean, you see, that's the thing. Like, when you're looking at this, and I know he's going to, there's going to be a second leg. He's going to tour Europe. You know, this is not the end of it. But you wonder, like, with each tour, how many tours he's got left. And, you know, are you ever going to get to hear the songs that you always want to hear? And that's, that's a great one. And think about Bruce. He'll do stuff like that. He'll open his catalog. I hope so, especially because, uh, you know, first tour in the U.S. I think in like six years he hasn't toured in the U.S. Right. I got to ask you, 21 years old, what turned you on to Bruce Springsteen at 21? Uh, well, you know, my dad brought me on to him. I don't know. It's just always, uh, I think young Bruce just gets it. I've never really heard an artist that really just encapsulates uh, the feeling of growing up in New Jersey, to be honest. You know what I mean? You know what? No matter how old you are, I get it. You know, when you when you listen to growing up, you're you're going to be eternally seventeen, and when you listen to "It's a Town Full of Losers," I'm pulling out of here to win. One of the greatest lines in music. I get chills, and I lived right next to him in Marlboro, and I hated it. And I mean, when he when I heard that, I'm like, oh my god, we're bonding. You're an old bridge. You know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, I'm I'm in Freehold right now actually, but yeah yeah. It's a sacred pilgrimage. Brandon, to keep in touch, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5, 1-800-283-101.5. Your thoughts, Bruce is touring. Uh, you going to go see him? Are you psyched to see him? Or have you been turned off by the politics? You know, there are those people that, well, I, don't want to, I can't do this anymore because you grow up loving Bruce. Uh, and then all of a sudden, as you grow older and you guys go separately politically, and some people can't put the music aside from that. I don't agree with his politics, but I love the music. And I don't know how that guy would feel about the music. You know, I don't know how that guy, the singer of those songs, that character he created, would feel about the conversation he would have politically with the guy who wrote the songs, if you know what I'm saying. 1-800-283-101.5. But he has announced Bruce Springsteen's 2023 tour. It starts February 1st in Tampa Bay, Florida. Wraps up April 23rd at the Prudential Center in Newark. In between, he's going to be at Madison Square Garden. He's going to be at the Barclays Center. Uh, he's going to be at the uh, Wells Fargo Center. So what do you want to hear him sing? One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. I put up, like I said, some of what I got uh, from my social media. Of course, you want to hear Jersey Girl, right? That's another one. Ed wants Chevrolet Deluxe. Scotts and Jackson on New Jersey one zero one point five. Scottsdale. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. How about you? Good, good. I saw Bruce probably about thirty five times. Uh, my wow. first concert was nineteen eighty, and uh, I was fourteen. I saw the River. In Spectrum, Philadelphia, my brother-in-law took me. Right at the time, he was dating my sister. But uh, Bruce has always been great. You know, the, the first six albums are locked into carved in stone. Exactly, that's what made him great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anything else after? Good. You know, some great songs in there. Of course, you know he's all about the lyrics. But uh, definitely, you know, you never count Bruce down. So it's always good to see him come back. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what? You saw him at 14 in 1980. You saw the River Tour. And, you know, the thing is, like, those first six albums, you received them differently because you were a kid. And the music meant more as you get older. I don't know that grown men, like guys, receive the music the same way that kids do. And it has the same kind of meaning because there's so much more going on in your life. You know what I'm saying? 
A hundred percent. So back to Backstreets is my favorite song from Bruce, and I love when he does that in concert. Oh yeah, and I love Cadillac Ranch because it's always extended; it's longer, and it's so good, you know. But uh, Backstreets is my like anthem to it. You know, that was all about me growing up. You know what? Exactly. I was just on the phone with Glenn Stewart, and every time I show up at the club, he plays that. He dedicates it because that was he and I. That's what that. That's what it was like. That's everybody. You know uh, that that's you know that salt infested summer. Me and Terry became friends. You know, and uh, it just goes on from there. I needed you most. <laughs> you got it, Scott. Great stuff, man. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Bruce Springsteen is coming to town. Uh, starts next year. How psyched are you to go? Are you going to go? What are the songs you want to hear him play live? If you're not going to go, tell me. Tell me why. If you're not on board with Springsteen anymore, give me a call. I mean, this works both ways. So are you psyched to see the boss? And uh, how many times have you seen the boss? Give me your best Springsteen story. That's one of the things, too, about Bruce. You realize, think about this, Chad. Three generations of people Mm -hmm. go to the Stone Pony thinking (laughs) that Bruce may come on. With their fingers crossed. Is today going to be the day? Right? And Brandon's 21 years old. He's had this kid on the phone, right? His grandfather in 1977 could have been sitting at the Pony having a drink and, oh, my God, he's plugging in. See, that's one of the great things about Bruce is that he still comes back and does stuff like that. What other major, I mean, he's a huge, huge star. I mean, does Mick Jagger just pop into a pub, you know, and, and play? Like, I don't know if well, he does that. They, they, they've done, they do it when they're going to tour. They did it a yeah. couple of times. Okay. Stones would just show up at a bar. But yeah. very, very rare. But Bruce, you know, he's adopted in Jersey. That's why he'll never stop playing. He'll always be here playing. Yeah, always. 730. Now, the latest brought to you by NJ Spine and Wellness. Do you suffer from neck and back pain caused by sciatica, herniated, or bulging discs? NJ Spine and Wellness offers spinal decompression therapy, a non-surgical treatment that may be right for you. Call 877-333-NJSW or visit NJSW.com to learn how you can get better faster today. On 800-283-101.5, Steve Trevelis. Uh, Bruce Springsteen has announced his 2023 tour. It will end in uh, New Jersey, Prudential Center, April the 14th. It will begin February 1st at uh, Tampa, Florida. In between, there'll be the Wells Fargo Center. There'll be Madison Square Garden. There'll be the Barclays Center. Are you going to see Bruce? Are you not going to see Bruce? If you're not going to see Bruce, uh, is there a reason? And if you are going to see Bruce, what are you most looking forward to hearing him play? Michelle's in Westville on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Michelle. Hey, Steve. How's it going? I'm good. How about you? Unfortunately, I'm good. Thank you. Um, unfortunately, I'm going to be a Debbie Downer here, and I could care less about Bruce Springsteen. And it's a shame because I grew up on his music. I was born in 1968. Right. Loved him. Thought he was the iconic guy that represented the working class man, America. Like I saw, you know, like I said, I really did at that time It really enjoy him. Unfortunately, his political views have really soured me to him and his music. I don't think he's American anymore. Um, doing Broadway shows where only vaccinated people could attend, right. I don't think that's that's America at all. Um, so for me, like, uh, you know, I could care less. I really wish he would retire because he's just not the same guy. But 
I grew up with uh, respecting. You so. know what? Uh, people change. You know, uh, we're all not the same guy that we grew up with when you think about it. Yeah. And But there's a, the hard thing with Bruce, I know what you're saying, is the idea... Yeah, he was the American, uh, like, he was America. I thought, like, you know what I mean? Like, gosh, music, New Jersey, America, Bruce Springsteen. Not anymore, unfortunately. Well, he's, he's, the, the he's this version anymore. of America. <laughs> he's the version of America yeah. that they're trying to present. Yeah. Uh, right. Exactly, that the government's trying to force down everybody's throat but we're trying hard to not to be the america that we know well you know back in the 80s bruce said you know uh, trusting your government can get you killed and now it's trust your government so i, I see that but how do you make the you know how do you differentiate and it's hard like it's like i love the music when i'm when i'm listening to the music i'm 17 years old and i'm i'm that kid you know trying to get out of marlboro and i'm hearing the music and that's digging me out and then when i'm my age listening to bruce and i'm like dude could you even get along with that guy that wrote those songs anymore i agree whole and like i said when i hear a music uh, when i hear a song from him now i just i i it makes me sad because that's not the the you know definitely not the man that that i admired like i said and um un it's unfortunate but i again i think that people that are in that spotlight or you know uh, do your job you got, well but you know yeah, what but you but you, when you can't you say that michelle because your job you're an american and no matter what job you have you're still entitled to an opinion america you may not agree with it but that's okay and what's going you know what you're using your your i don't know i i just I, again, everybody has, you're absolutely right, everybody has an opinion, but theirs are a little bit stronger because there's too many kids that, um, you know, listen to people like him. Well, that's, so, I, I see know. what you're saying. Michelle, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. I mean, I get it, but you know what? People, different people have different vehicles to express their opinion. But you have a brain and you get to decide of all the information is being thrown at you from every which way, what you want to agree with, what you want to disagree with. Al's in Marlboro on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Al. Hey, how's it going, Steve? Good, buddy. How are you? Uh, first, let me say I had the pleasure of meeting you at the Smithereen show in Carteret there. I, I had the shirt on that said I may be old, but I got to see all the cool bands. Ah, yeah. That was a great love that. And <laughs> so on point. <laughs> Well, I certainly plan on seeing Bruce. The uh, first time I saw him was 1976 at the Capitol Theater. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. And the last time I saw him was both for the McCourtney and the Coldplay shows when he made the guest appearances. You know what? The Capitol Theater, was that when Murray the K introduced him? It may have been. Does my memory go back that good? I don't think so. You're much better at it than I. No, I just got a lot of I got a lot of Bruce music in the car. You know, I I remember if it's the Capitol Theater, if I'm not mistaken, and I know Tom Cunningham would know this. If I'm not mistaken, it would be Murray the K. Right, brings him on, and uh, he opens with Tonight from Born to Run. Yes, yes, and uh, my buddy. Got the ticket. I did not know much about it. It was only the second concert I ever went to, and it was an immediate con convert. All right, convert. This is what concerts are about. I will be going to concerts for the rest of my life. <laughs> what, do you, what do you most want to hear him play? Well, you know, I, as I said to the screener, it would not be a particular song. I do love when he takes some stuff out of left field mm -hmm. and mixes it up and, uh, and plays some really 
you know, odd songs or the once in a while, the cover song, which he doesn't do too often. I always find great pleasure in those. Oh, he used to do, like, if you saw him at the Capitol, he might, that, was that one of the nights he did, like, the 30-minute version of Quarter to Three? Oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. I mean, uh, and those were the days when he talked quite a bit between shows. Told the stories, right. Get the stories. I, I understand why that can happen today, but at the same time, you, you know, it, it is a throwback, and you do remember, and we do have all the bootlegs from those oh, yeah. days. Well, you know what, Al? Now, as they get older, they talk more. Because the more they talk, the less they have to sing. So now they're all about telling stories and, and uh, stalling for time. But, Al, thanks so much for calling New Jersey 101.5. And I want to give you more time. Bruce Springsteen is touring starting February 1st. Are you going to go see him? What are your thoughts on Bruce? Positive, negative? Has your feelings changed? Uh, we've been all over the spectrum this hour, and I want to hear more. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelis here. You know, when it comes to authentic Italian specialties, no one does it better than Tuscany Italian Market in Marlboro, Manalpin, and now Freehold. Bring that same quality and authenticity to your next summer event or barbecue with Tuscany's catering services, Italian barbecue feast, luau, or clam bake packages, or order their Texan buffet menu with the most delicious barbecue meats and ribs. See for yourself at any of their three locations or online at TuscanyCateringNJ.com. Remember, if it's not Tuscany, it's imitation. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelis. All right. Bruce Springsteen coming in 2023. Starts on February 1st in Tampa. Ends April 14th at the Prudential Center. It's a short American tour. Uh, Madison Square Garden will be included. Barclay Center will be included. Wells Fargo Center will be included. Uh, will you be included? Will you be going to see Bruce Springsteen? And if so, what songs are you looking forward to hearing him play? How much are you willing to pay? Ann is in Little Lake Harbor on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Ann. Hi. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I was listening in the car as you were talking about Bruce Springsteen and his tour, and I will absolutely not ever go see him. I am so sick of his political views. Oh, my gosh. Now, I'm did you start off liking him, and then when he started talking instead of singing is when you turned? Well, you know, funny, funny story is when I was growing up, yes, I, I listened to him, you know, as a big fan, but I'll never forget when he did Born in the USA, and my poor father, he was like, what is he singing, Bomb the USA? And I said, no, Daddy, it's Born in the USA. Right. And he, he, that, that's, that's what happened. I said to my father, no, it's Born in the USA. He it sounds like bomb the USA. And I said, oh, my gosh, no. And and then, you know, when he started with this political stuff, I was like, no, I, I'm like so, so done with it. So done with it. And, and I, I actually, I am going to see Post Malone in October. I'd rather go see Post Malone than Bruce Springsteen. Well, you know what, though? he He's always been a Democrat. You know, if you remember when Born in the USA came out, Ronald Reagan, Born in the USA was a protest song. And it was misinterpreted by as more like a patriotic song. It wasn't a patriotic right. song. It was an anti-American yeah. song. And remember, Ronald Reagan wanted to use it in the campaign, and Bruce Springsteen said no, he wouldn't get permission. Uh, you know, so he was always his political views never changed. Um, right. But the music. Yeah, my father. Yeah. 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 The, the music doesn't line up with that guy. Yes. Yes. 
So that's why, you know, I grew up in, in a family, you know, where my father was, you know, we're Republicans and everything. And right. my father did not like, you know, the whole Jane Fonda. And then when Bruce Springsteen sang the song and everything, oh, you know, so that's, that's what I grew up with. But, I, man, I got to ask you this. Of all the people that you like, are you like a, do you like Frank Sinatra? He loved. Now wait, let me finish. Let me finish. He okay. loved. He loved John Kennedy. He Kennedy was part of the Rat Pack. He built. He actually built an extension in Palm Beach, Florida, for Kennedy to stay at his house. And Kennedy snubbed him. And then Sinatra became a Republican and started supporting Nixon. But I mean, do right. you check out the political viewpoint of every artist, singer, actor that you like, or is it just a Bruce thing? I think, you know, and, and it tends to me say, because he's from New Jersey, and I, I live pretty close to where he has his home and everything, right. and everybody always, always says to me, oh, you, you must know where Bruce Springsteen has his house. And I go, yes, I do, but guess what? You know what? I am not a Bruce Springsteen stick fan. So uh, I, 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 I usually do check it out. Uh, and, you know, some, sometimes like, this thing just bothers me. I just, I don't know what it is. Right. He gets on your nerves. I get that. I get that. Yeah. All right. You got it. You got it. All right, Ann. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Barry, please hang out. I'm going to take this into the next hour. Your thoughts on Bruce Springsteen as he tours in uh, 2023. You're looking for a dream home. Robert Dukansky of Remax First Advantage is an expert at taking advantage of the seller's market and finding you the perfect home. Ernest and Jocelyn needed more space for their growing family, so they needed to sell their old bridge home to make that happen. There were 59 showings, multiple offers in just nine days. Home sold for $440,000, which is $15,000 over the list price. The extra money was nice to have to put toward a new, larger home. Robert Dukansky of Remax First Advantage has superior marketing to sell your home for the highest price possible. Rob's multi-million dollar marketing strategy and experience negotiating attracts the best offers from the most qualified buyers. So Call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home. Call Robert Dukansky at 855-350-1015. That's 855-350-1015. Or online at robsellsnj.com or Google RobSellsNJ and start bagging. Trusted. We Come on. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking Bruce tonight. He's announced his 2023 tour starting February 1st in Tampa Bay. Wraps up at the Prudential Center in Newark on April the 23rd. And uh, are you going? Where are you on Bruce Springsteen? Uh, are you looking forward to seeing him play? Are there songs that you want him to play? Do you want to hear Talk to Me done by Bruce? He's done it with Southside at the Pony. Uh, like I said, three generations have seen Bruce show up on stage at the Stone Pony. Right? You may be sitting in the pony one night thinking that your grandfather could have made seen him in like 75. Oh my God, it's Bruce plugging in. This is great. Uh, but where are you on Bruce Springsteen? 1-800-283-101.5. Barry's on the turnpike under Jersey 101.5. Hey, Barry. Hey, Steve. Thanks a lot for taking me. And, uh, it's thanks always for waiting. Hear you on radio. I uh, absolutely. I'm a former, former uh, New Jersey resident, lived down in Sarasota, Florida now, but still have a house in New Jersey and oh. always love coming back hey. and uh, hearing your radio and all the great things about New Jersey. Thanks, um, so one of them is not Bruce Springsteen, though. Um, I, uh, I went to a concert of his about 15 years ago. Uh, I thought it was at the, the DNC convention. Um, he just could not stop. Uh, he just kept talking and we got up and we left and, uh, 
you know, it, I, I kind of followed up, did a little research on him, and you know, it's, he's an interesting character. He he doesn't pay taxes. He's admitted he doesn't pay taxes. Oh yeah, he's a farmer, right? He's a he's a farmer, yeah, he's a farmer, farmer Bruce. Yeah, he's a. I call him a Phil farmer, Phil Murphy farmer. He Phil farmer. Designated right. his land farmland, and so he doesn't pay property taxes. He's he he makes over eighty million dollars a year. He dodged the draft. Like this guy is your classic con artist. And you know, well, it's not a con artist. He tells you what he is. You decide if you like. I mean, what he is is a singer, and he's a musician, and he's got a viewpoint. See, this is the thing, Barry. If you, and I understand completely what you're saying. You know, did you grow up? Did you ever, at any point in your life, like Bruce? When you were a kid, did you like Bruce Springsteen? Barry, Barry, you there? Did I lose him? Oh. All right, Barry, I'm sorry. If, I, if you are there and I missed you, call back. This is the thing. It's, it's kind of like there's a vengeance with people who have turned on Bruce Springsteen, who don't like him. They may have, maybe you liked Bruce when you were a kid. Uh, you loved him. The, you, you idolized him whenever you looked up to him. He was your guy. And then you grew one way politically. He grew another way politically. And there's a resentment. There's a hate. There's a, you know, a real active disagreement uh, with uh, the viewpoint. And people are so vehemently turned off to him over that. And I get that. I get that. But my question here is this. Uh, can, do you vet everybody that you like through their political prism, through their views? Do you vet every singer? Uh, through their political viewpoint, do you only like people who agree with you? Actors? Athletes? Can you be a fan if I told you that the quarterback of your favorite football team was a Republican and you're a Democrat? Or vice versa? Would you, uh, would you give up? Would you turn on that team? Would you become a fan of the, uh, you know, if Daniel Jones... Were a Democrat and you're a Republican, would you become a Jet fan? If you saw Zach Wilson's mom, would you become a Jet fan? 1-800-283-101.5. I'm seriously thinking of turning here. <laughs> Brian is on the turnpike on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Brian. Hey, thank you for taking my call. Anytime, Brian. What are you thinking? So here's the deal, right? I, I kind of like Bruce as a kid, you know. But as I get older, you know, I'm a person who owns a business and you feel like, you know what? A business should never have a political view. It only stands as losing you money. And in this case... But what if you're willing to lose it? What if your political view is so strong and you got billions and billions of dollars? What if your political view is so strong that you say, I'll put it out there? That's And, and you know what? That, that's the beauty of it. If, if that's his how he feels, that's great. I, I applaud him. That's... This is America, right? He has the right to do that. Right. You know, for me, I have the right to say, you know what? I don't care for your political views. I'm not going to spend the money. You okay. know what? All right. But, but that's how, that's I, how I see it. No, no, Brian. I, I, I see what you're saying. But here's my question. Do you vet everybody that way? Do you only go to see singers or athletes or games where you agree with the politics of the people involved? It's not always about the politics. I think it's more about the person and how I feel about them. 
and you know, their politics comes into it. I don't always, you know, I don't, I, I deal with people that don't politically agree with me, right? but it's more about like, you know, I, I think his, his outlook was as if he knows better than us. Cause I'm, I'm you know, I'm Bruce. I get that. I get an idiot. that. And, and I felt like he gave this, this talking down to, and I'm like, you know what? There you go, pal. You know the problem? The whole, the whole friggin' party gives us the talking down to. Even if you're in the party, they talk down to each other. They, they have a very elite club, and you're, if you're not a member, you're going to get talked down to. And if you've got a problem with that, you know, well, that's your problem. You, you have to vote with your dollars and your feet. and your, You know what? I'm not going to take it anymore. That's it. And, and you know, look, they have the right to do what they want, but I'm tired of the supposed, supposed elite telling me how I should feel because they know better for me. This is the country. I'm okay. I, you know, I'm responsible for my own life. You know, I've never been unemployed. I don't ask anybody for money or handouts. I do it all on my own. So don't sit here and preach to me. The only one that can preach to me is the preacher on Sunday. You know what? That's the way I look at it. And you put all that on Bruce Springsteen. And the thing about that is that if you listen to Bruce's songs, they are so different than what you're putting on him and what he has become. Agreed. Glory yeah. Days. It's a great song. It's a, it's, you? It's, a, you know, it's a great song. You listen to Born in the USA. And you know, you're like, oh, and meanwhile, you don't agree with the politically. But it's still a great song. Is he a great singer? Yes. Well, he's a writer. He's a writer who, who opens his Broadway show telling you that he's never held the job day in his life. Which is a lie because that's a tough job to do if you're going to entertain people for three, four hours a night all over, you know, all over the world. But, Brian, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Where are you on Bruce Springsteen? He's going to be touring next year. You going or are you really opposed to him? Do you pick your singers, your songwriters, your actors, your athletes by their political viewpoint? Or is that something that's just reserved for Bruce Springsteen? 1-800-283-101.5. Is today your lucky day? You bet. Because the new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app is everything you want in a digital casino and sportsbook. It's the only casino and sportsbook app that I recommend. It's easy to sign up, fun to use, and faster to win than ever before. Bet Parks is an official betting partner of the PGA Tour. Check out at Bet Parks on Twitter and also the app for special odds, boosts, and player specials on all PGA Tour events. Join me right now on the all-new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Download on the App Store, Google Play Store, and BetParks.com. All new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app users can choose between a $20 casino bonus and a $20 free sports bet, which begs the question, is this the most rewarding casino and sportsbook betting app ever? You bet. The Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app where odds, bets, slots, and games all come together in perfect harmony right in your pocket. Sportsbook and casino all in one amazing app. Plus, live in-game betting lets you bet while you watch the game. Must be 21 and in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. Gambling problem? You know what to do. 1-800-GAMBLER. Here's fast traffic. Jersey weather brought to you by Veteran Care Services. Did you know that senior veterans and their spouses may qualify for a veteran pension plan that can pay up to $2,200 a month for your medical care? See if you or a loved one qualifies. Call Veteran Care Services now at 1-888-E-Veterans. All right, Bruce Springsteen, he's coming. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not shout. I'm telling you why. Bruce is going to be uh, coming to... To all over America, ending at the Prudential Center on April 23rd, 2023. Your thoughts on Bruce Springsteen? It's not like anybody else. Well, I may go, I may not go. I am not going!
going to see him. Or I can't wait to get there. There's no middle ground here. Let's talk to Jamie is in Bridgewater on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Jamie. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing well, thanks. Uh, Personally, I wouldn't go see anyone that spends all that time talking politics while I'm there to hear music. Okay. I don't really care who they are. Would you have that problem if you agreed with his politics? I Yeah, I just don't feel like, I want to be entertained. I'm not going there to hear the news. I'm not going there to hear politics. I'm going there to kind of escape. Right. And that's what I want to be able to do. <laughs> have you gone to a Bruce show where he was over the top politically? I just spent most no. of the time talking politics? No. Actually, you know, I'm not that much of a Bruce fan to begin with. Right. But the topic was interesting to me because as you were talking, I just kept saying I wouldn't go see anybody that's going to spend all that time talking about politics. No, I, I don't understand. I don't know if he does. Like, I don't know how I, I haven't been to a Bruce show. I know he's done it. I know I've heard about it. I've not been to a Bruce show where he's gone overboard with the politics. He'll get his innuendos in. You know, he'll get his little his little jabs in. Like I said, at one point, you know, in the 80s, it was uh, trusting your government can get you killed as he goes into war. And now it's you got to trust your government. Of course, we have the difference between the Republican president of the 80s and the Democratic president now. He's a Democrat. Most people in entertainment. I mean, I, I've had people in the studio, celebrities tell me, if you're not on the left, you're not working. Right? Greg Gutfeld can't right. get any guests on the late night show, uh, celebrities, because they're all on the other three shows getting their ass kicked by one Greg Gutfeld at night. Why? <laughs> right? right? Yeah. All right, right, Jamie. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. That's the truth. If you're not on the left, you ain't working. So all these celebrities have to be on the left. Jim Florentine, who was on this show a couple weeks ago, and I want to get him back on because I really want to open this up and talk about it, said something on Gutfeld that a lot of these celebrities, what they'll do, or these uh, they call it Hollywood tweeting, where these uh, movie stars or actors will, if they want to get a job with a director, they want to get in a certain movie, they'll go look up the director's Twitter feed or Instagram feed to see what he thinks on certain things. And then they'll start quoting it. And they'll start, you know, parroting it so that they can get jobs. Uh, so now, knowing that that's going on, who the hell can you trust by what they're putting out? 1-800-283-101.5. Eric is in Deptford on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Eric. Hey, Steve. How you doing tonight? I'm good, buddy. How are you? I can't complain. I'm not really a big Bruce Springsteen fan. I never really at. I don't have anything against him. And quite frankly, I think his success speaks for itself. He's obviously got talent when it comes to music and all. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, Bruce Springsteen has never been elected dog catcher. Uh, the guy, he's never served in the military. I mean, he, he, he takes advantage of tax codes to, to save himself money while at the same time telling me I should work an extra an hour or two for the poor. Like, the hypocrisy is mind-blowing. Um, and then on top of that, like, I, I, I've never been to any concert that starts off with, hey, Bruce Springsteen or, you know, hey, Coldplay, whatever. Tell me about your political views and then sing the song. Like, What happened? Is he there? Uh, Eric, are you there? Eric? Hold on, let me try again. Hold on. Uh, Eric, you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, we lost you. We got you back. Go ahead, finish. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just, I was just saying, like these, 
these people who get notoriety in our society, either through, you know, sports or, you know, uh, entertainment, they, they sometimes they sometimes get confused and they think that that makes them, like, superior to everybody else. Like, if, if I want to, to get, like, a, a, my, an addition put on my house, I, I don't care what Kim Kardashian thinks about it. Okay, if I'm but... looking to get some perfume or, few, few, like, fashion advice, maybe she's someone good to talk to. But, but again, like Bruce Springsteen, he inter interjects himself into the national conversation about politics. Well, no, he's not. He's giving you he's giving you his opinion. And like anybody else, you can do what you want with his opinion. All he's doing right now is saying, I'm going to do shows. Now, you know what the shows are going to be. If you like me and you want to hear my music and you want to hear my views, you get to come to see the shows. If you don't, they don't throw you in the back of the truck and make you see the show. You can do what you want. So it's not like, you know, you choose. We live in a time right now, Eric, where there's so much information coming at you from so many different angles. you got to be the goalie. you got to decide, this is what I'm going to listen to, this is what I'm not going to listen to. And you have to take the stand. Now, celebrity doesn't have the balls to take the stand because they want to work. And they know that if they're on the right, they're not going to work. So they have to, you know, they have to, you know, uh, what can I say? Uh, go flaccidly into that good night and go along with uh, whatever they're being told to say. Bruce has enough money that he can say whatever he wants. And frankly, doesn't really care whether or not you go or I go to the show. Because somebody's going to buy that ticket. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. I mean, I, he's going to fill his concerts either way. He doesn't need me. I, I totally get that. But at the same time, don't interject yourself into the conversation about politics. And that well, he's, he's got, he, but he can. It's, like it's, his, it's his politics. It's his point of view. Eric, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Just because you're not a politician doesn't mean you can't talk politics. Come on. You're talking politics. I'm talking politics. We're not running for anything. Uh, la, 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 la. Let's go to uh, Sue is in Helmetta on New Jersey 101.5. Sweet Sue, how are you? How are you, honey? I'm good. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. Well, I have a different perspective. I just want to believe in the magic of Bruce. I'm 50 years old. The first time I saw him, I was 14, born in the USA tour with my mother and all my brothers. And... Loved him ever since. Since then, I saw him every single time. Walked out whenever he talked politics. Now, you walk out when he talks politics, you come back in, we start singing again? Exactly. You know what? It, it, you I wonder if the concession stands worked that out with him. You know, like, like yeah. some rock bands, it's like the, when, they, when, the guys, when the drum solo would start, people would run to the bathroom. When you go to a Bruce show and he starts talking politics, that's the time to run to the bathroom or get a sandwich or get a beer. Exactly. Go out, get a beer, walk around. You know, everything's great. There you go. He puts on such a great show. Just go for the entertainment. Everybody's so in, 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 with politics. Everything, 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 everything. Yeah, I know he has a very strong point of view. But mm -hmm. if you don't want to see him, don't see him. But it's the most amazing show you're ever going to see in your life. You got to see him once before you die. You know what? I got to tell you one thing though, Sue. So, uh, on that. If you really want to see a great Bruce Springsteen show, you got to go to like 1978 Largo, Maryland. Go see young Bruce. I don't know what old Bruce is going to do. 
but he's not going to be. I don't think he's going to be the Bruce that we we're going to we're going to enjoy the show. But the Bruce that you know, the Bruce that I know, the Bruce that we love, that Bruce is long gone. But thanks to the call to New Jersey one hundred one point five. What do you think? Instead of the drum roll, when they start talking politics, that's when you go get the beer. Yeah, that's it. You know, if I, I think that's good, and I think you're right. They're working something out with the concession stand, they, the yeah. hot dog guy. They could work it out. They could. They could really work it out. They could sell red beer, blue beer. <laughs> It's 8.30. And the latest New Jersey news. Uh, Brought to you by NJ Spine and Wellness. Say goodbye to uh, Bunyans and hello to Sandals at NJ Spine and Wellness with Dr. Amar Sigma, a leading expert in minimally invasive Bunyan surgery, less pain, less scarring, less recovery. Visit NJSW.com or call 877-333-NJSW to learn how you can get better, faster, today. Steve Trevelis. Uh, John Lodge, the Moody Blues, coming on at 10 o'clock right after the news. You're going to want to hear that. He's going to be at Ocean uh, City Music Pier July 25th. So Bruce Springsteen is coming. He's going to start on February 1st next year. He's going to end on April 23rd at the Prudential Center. He starts in Tampa. Your thoughts on Bruce Springsteen. Are you going to see him? Are you not going to see him? Does the politics bother you if you disagree with it? Uh, Carol's in Tom's River on New Jersey 101.5. What's up kiddo carol oh yeah i'm here oh there you are i love, I love bruce forever and always forever and oh did you see him with paul mccartney a couple of weeks ago uh i i could have gone but i did not but i saw him when he played 10 nights in a row till eight o'clock in the morning kiddo oh you did huh? did you stay up all night watching him uh, I was there, and I, like I said, he was on the cruise ship with me, and he paid all the union dock workers' wages. Tell me what Republican would ever do that. Donald Trump? Because, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't the think top so. Of my, I think he has, but I don't want to get into that. Oh, no, he hasn't. How do you know if he hasn't? What do you got, his books? How do you know? How do you know? Because I, I worked for the company. We did all the surveillance in this casino that commuted from Clifton every day. We never effing got paid. Ah. Okay? All right. So where'd oh, you get, if you never I got paid, where'd you get the money to go that. see Bruce? I'll see him any day of the week and Bon Jovi. All right. Bruce and Bon Jovi. All right. You got that right. Maybe they'll sing you happy birthday. Oh, oh you and can bring Paul out. Yeah, because you know I'm the one who gave me that show, you that Paul McCartney contract, so you know exactly who I am. I know who you are. All right, kiddo. That's why I'm banging up on you. <laughs> now I know. Now I know who she is. All right, let's go to uh, Tim is in Lavalette on New Jersey 101.5. Follow that, Tim. Yeah, I, I'd love to follow that. <laughs> hey, you know what? I don't care about his politics. Uh -huh. His music is just, it, it just is. So... And, and he's, he's not only is he a musician, but he's a poet. Mm -hmm. Is a dream a lie if it don't come true, or is it something worse? Amazing. And you know what? You could pick so many different lines. My know? goodness. Exactly. My goodness. Yeah. And listen, uh, I saw him when Trump was president. He didn't talk about politics. I saw him when Barack was president he talked for two minutes about politics he hardly ever talks about it and while my politics and his politics are widely different right i'll forgive him anything because of the way he ended his show on broadway he sang the lord's prayer 
Did he? He sure did. You know what? The thing about it, do we vet everybody? I mean, I, no. there's this real thing with Bruce and his politics, but, you know, if you think about, if you have to go and vet the politics of every one of your favorite actors, musicians, right. athletes, you're not going to like anybody. Right, exactly. I don't even pay attention to them. I don't care. Because guess what? Uh, they've got the same qualifications that i got. None. <laughs> uh, exactly. And, and that's the thing about it, man. Great point. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Meg is in Doylestown on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Meg. Hey, Steve. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. I, I love Bruce, and I any of the songs. But I just want to say to answer your question about vetting uh -huh. through me. Now I'm talking about me. If I tried to do that, I would lose it. I love this song. I wonder what they think. This one, I wonder what they think. Where is the relaxation? Like songs, you're supposed to relax you. Yeah. But there is TMI, too much information mm -hmm. on the internet. And all of a sudden, in this tight to say, oh, I have to know this, oh, I have to know that. There's That's TMI. probably why. There aren't so many. There aren't as many influential musicians now exactly. as there were then, exactly. at least in rock. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Meg. Thanks for calling New Jersey one hundred one point five. Lori is in New Jersey on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Lori, what part of Jersey are you in? Well, right now I'm on the Turnpike, but I'm originally from East Brunswick. Oh, okay. All right. So, Lori, what are you thinking now? You going to go see Bruce? Absolutely. I've seen him in concert 19 times, and I'm looking forward to making it an even 20. How about that? What's your favorite Bruce show? Oh, my God. There are a lot. Uh, to narrow it down is really hard. Uh -huh. All right. What's your favorite Bruce song that you can't wait to hear him sing? <sighs> Prove it all night. Ah, good one. Good. You know, I like the long intro. Before he goes into it. Me too, absolutely. He lulls you into this false sense of security, and you're getting into the da-na-na, da-na-na, for about an hour, and suddenly, da -na -na -na. oh my God, that's what it was. Great. <laughs> exactly. Great stuff, Lori. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. All right, 1-800-283-101.5. Susan's in Belmar on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Susan. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. On the parkway. Okay. Well, we're on the parkway. We're going to come and find you. Oh. Right, not really. Right, so, first off, tell me what you think about Bruce. I love Bruce, but if I'm going to pay money, a lot of money, to go see somebody perform i'd prefer to just hear them with their talent as a musician because that's what i'm paying for a ticket for if i'm going to some kind of rally then fine i'm all about politics and i have no problem if it's not my point of view but if i'm paying for a ticket it's because he's a musician who i listen to his music on the radio so as far as i'm concerned it's not that i don't want to hear what he has to say it's just that's not what i'm paying for and you pay a lot of money for a ticket, you might as well. No, you're right. Here's my question, because I'm hearing this a lot. Now, I have not been at concerts where he has gone off the deep end politically. And I've seen him many times. 
I mean, are there shows? Has he got this thing now where he you know, he goes off on these long political rants? Because I know, like, I've been to shows where Bruce tells great stories, right? How many times over over the middle of growing up, he's got a great story before he goes into the second part of the song? Uh, Backstreets, he's got a great story. But, I mean, are there concerts where he just goes nuts with his politics and doesn't I've heard sing? say it, but I haven't been there when he did it. Uh, the last time I saw Bruce was when I saw Jackson Brown at Count Basie. Right. About maybe three years ago, he came on stage as a surprise right. with him, and it was phenomenal. But Jackson Brown did all new stuff, and it was all political. And, you know, we But that's Jackson Brown's show. Running on empty. So. Yeah. But that, but that's his show. Susan, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Your thoughts, 1-800-283-101.5. Is this thing with Bruce Springsteen going off the political deep end, is it an urban myth, or are there shows where he just goes on and on and on and on about politics? I've heard, I, I know that he's dropped political innuendo. I know that like he's made like short statements, but are there shows where he goes you know, politically crazy? Again, I've not seen him. I want to know. 1-800-283-101.5, because that seems to be the rap against him. Uh, your thoughts? Jersey News. 101.5 has some bank for your tank. You can win a free $100 gas card. Listen at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for the secret code word. Enter it on our New Jersey 101.5 app for your chance to win a free $100 gas card. There's three winners every weekday. Thanks to our sponsor, Parks Casino. This is how you win. Exit 6 off the New Jersey Turnpike. Get some bank for your tank. Free $100 gas cards only from New Jersey 101.5. All right, Steve Trevelace. Bruce Springsteen is coming to town. He's coming to New Jersey on April the 23rd of 2023 at the Prudential Center. He begins a tour on February 1st next year. It's all on NJ1015.com. I got a blog, the songs New Jersey would like to hear Bruce sing. Not everybody wants to hear him sing. Very few people want to hear him wax political. Your thoughts, 1-800-283-101.5. You're going to go see Bruce, or if you're not going to go see Bruce, why would you not want to go see Bruce? Ed is in Hamilton on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Ed. Hey, Steve. How are you? Great good. topic, great show. Thank you, pal. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. Great to talk to you. So you keep bringing up the topic of Bruce being political, right? So I just, I, I've been to more Bruce shows than I'd like to uh, admit to, but... Back in Shea Stadium, he brought Al Franken on stage one night, right. and he tried to get the crowd to chant, impeach the president. This was back, like, in the Bush, I think it was the Bush presidency, right? I didn't know that. That's why I'm asking. Oh, yeah. Well, that's why I'm calling. So I appreciate it, really. <laughs> he divided, he literally, the show was phenomenal. He divided the stadium in half immediately. People were leaving. He's got Al Franken on stage. Why the hell would you do that? Exactly. And then Al Franken leaves the stage, and you know who he brings out next? Who? Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. <laughs> so they go into, like, the encore with Bob Dylan, and everybody kind of gets back into it. But it was such a weird vibe. It was such a weird vibe. I don't know. You know, you better, if you're going to bring Al Franken out on stage, you better have Bob Dylan ready to go. <laughs> you better. Right. Exactly. So it was just, and that was years ago, and it just got progressively worse. And like I've, I've been, to, I, as I told your screen, I've been to over fifty shows, right? And I love it. Like the, your, your caller said earlier, it's an escape, right? It you is. There, it's supposed to be, but he doesn't let it be if he's bringing out Al Franken. Well, yeah, 
Alfred. It, it, it totally it, it killed it killed the mood that night. But but I still went. But I'm not going anymore. I I I, I just don't want to give him the money. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, been there, done that. So all right, and I appreciate it. Say I do want to say too, Steve. You you had mentioned that people go to the bathroom, right? right? Um, you know when people really go to the bathroom at a, at a Bruce show? When's that? When Patty starts singing. <laughs> oh, stop that! Come on now, be nice. <laughs> Let's talk to Irv is in Brick on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Hi, Irv. Hi, how you doing tonight, Steve? Good, buddy. How are you? Good, good. Thank you. A um, little bit of a story. Um, I. No, of course, of Bruce Springsteen. I'm not a big follower of his music, although it's very good. Don't get me wrong. Right. Uh, certainly not a big fan of his politics, right. but, but that being said. So back in the, I can't give you an exact year, but back in the early 70s, um, I was a police officer in Point Pleasant Beach. And um, I was working a midnight shift, and I got a call on the radio, uh, of course, Back then, there was no computers or anything else. Right. I got a call on the radio to go to the foot of Central Avenue on the boardwalk. Right. Uh, and I went up there, and it turned out uh, a little after midnight, I guess it was, that Bruce and his wife, or Bad, Patty, and I guess a couple members, as I remember it, decided to go over and do a set or two at the Martell Seabreeze. Right. Just off the cuff. And so they wanted me to go up there for whatever reason just to be there and i did and um they did what they did and then came back to their car they had the uh as i remembered an old beautiful cadillac convertible uh-huh. and uh i asked him i had three daughters and i said to him he came over to the car to say thank you and i said you know back then we just had no computers like i said so we just had notepads and stuff like that and I asked if he would mind uh, autographing uh, to my three daughters, and he graciously uh, did it, and just on paper that I had in the police car with me. And then they, uh, I was requested to escort him on Route 35 back going north to wherever he was going. And um, That's so great, that- Irv. That's fantastic. And you know, and you remember it to this day. And thank you, and thank you for your service. Jay, hang out. We're going to take this into the next hour. Jersey Radio. It's all right. 1 800 283 101.5 is what gets you through the night. Steve Trevelis. You and me till 11 o'clock. Coming up at 10 in about an hour from now, John Lodge, bass player for the Moody Blues. Yeah, that John Lodge is going to be playing the Ocean City Music Pier on uh, July 25th. But we had a little conversation on a Tuesday afternoon. If you're going to talk to a guy in the Moody Blues, do it on a Tuesday afternoon. Uh, but right now, we're talking about Bruce Springsteen, who's going to be touring uh, next February 1st through August, I'm sorry, through April 23rd, wraps up at the Prudential Center. And there are people who are excited to go, and they can't wait to hear him sing, and they can't wait to hear him play, and they know what song they want. And there are people that wouldn't give a dime to Bruce Springsteen. And the emotion that is stirred up when it comes to Bruce Springsteen over his politics has me curious. Um, I grew up loving Bruce Springsteen. I don't agree with him politically. Can you separate the songs from the man or from the viewpoint, knowing that he didn't change his politics. He always was on the left. Um, But 
as it stands now, there is just such animosity. Do you vet all of your entertainers by their politics? Or is this something that's just reserved for Bruce Springsteen or the times that we live in? Jay's in Manahawken on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Jay. Hey, Steve. How are we doing, buddy? Doing good. How about you, pal? I'm fine, thank you. Listen, I love Bruce. I love his music. I've seen him numerous times. I don't care about his political views. This is what... He's Bruce. He's the boss. And I will still go see him. I will listen to his music constantly. I will tell you my favorite song, even though I know what it means. It's Born USA. It is my ringtone. Okay. And people laugh at me because it's my ringtone. Why? They just know it, 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 the, the, what it is for. It was a protest song. It's a protest song, but the way he belts it out, I just love it. And that's that's my tone. Everybody that knows me, when right. they hear that song, they don't think about the protest song. They think about me. Now, what's your favorite Bruce show? Um, Probably 1984 at Giant Stadium. I was in the second row orchestra. Right. It was the Born USA tour. Opens with Born in the USA, and he's got the denim jacket over the leather jacket and with the scarf. The night he had, the, night he had the, the, the blue shirt with the headband around. Yep. The denim. He didn't have the denim jacket on, but let me, uh, you know, I just went bananas. Sweating his gajangies off while you're sitting there in a tank top sweating, and there he is with the with the denim shirt and the and the uh, and the and the, the denim jacket with the leather jacket and the scarf and the banana. Oh my God, he must be dying. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm getting chills right now thinking about it. Ah, Jay, good stuff, man. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. For the first time all night, I can get you on if you call right now. We've been talking about this your feelings about bruce springsteen and how hardcore they are as far as his politics go uh, i mean i get the idea if you go into a show you're paying to hear the singer but the singer also has political viewpoints if you know you're going to get that then uh, you factor that into the deal now, I didn't realize that he was getting so over-the-top political at his shows. At one point, he brought out Al Franken, someone called earlier. But other than that, I mean, if you know what you're going to get when you go, is it worth it for you? But my bigger question is, if we're at the point where we're going to vet everyone's politics before we like them, if you're on the right, you're not going to like anybody. Because in order to work, and like I said, Artie Lang told me this when he was in the studio that night. If you want to work, you have to be on the left. Jimmy Kimmel started off as a down-the-middle comedian. Worked late-night TV, realized that he wanted to work. Had to be on the left. So now, you know, and all all these people, all these entertainers who are on Twitter giving you their politics, notice it's all on the left. When Greg Gutfeld... Uh, got the show on Fox. I remember Adam Carolla was being interviewed and he said he'll never get any guests because you can't get anybody who's on the right. Who are the people on the right? Who are the singers on the right? So if you're on the right and you want to go see somebody, who? Do you like Robert De Niro? Do you hate him because of his politics? The guy got on stage and yelled F Trump, F Trump, F Trump, and that became his act. The one time Robert De Niro ad-libbed, that's what he ad-libbed. Right? De Niro never says anything. He's a vessel. 
He really is. He, a true actor. He's a vessel. He just sits there blank, and whatever you put into him, he'll act it out. Except when he went on stage and went, F Trump. Oh, I'm really going to go now. I'm Trump. I'm Trump. That's what it was. Tina's in Edison on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Tina. Hi, Steve. How you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you? I uh, can't complain. It's early, Tina. Give it time. Yeah, right. Um, no, I don't like Bruce Springsteen because, you know, they, they got a big name and then they get a big mouth and, and, and they're allowed to get away with saying things opposed to me and you. Well, what do you mean? I mean, they could voice their opinion like Madonna. Well, you can too. Elected. Yeah, but I'd probably go to jail for what I'd say. Well, I don't know about it. I mean, like, the thing about Bruce, I can't think of anything. Can you think of anything Bruce has said that if you or I said it, we'd have gone to jail? No, not that. I don't mean jail. I mean, people would tell like tell me to shut up and sit down, but them, him, they would listen to him. Like when uh, M Madonna got up and cursed after Trump was elected, yeah. and they all had vagina outfits. I mean, that was ridiculous. And she, and you know what? Yeah, and she's trying to get her name out there. She's trying to get her. You know, here's Madonna, sixty three years like old, and now she's, I don't like her. Oh, she's 63 years old, and she's on stage making out at the uh, at the festival with like a 26 year old uh, Dominican dancer. And you're like, well, what is this? Come on, stop! What but, gets me is all the other elections; they never said nothing. Well, no, no, they always did. It's just that you're listening more now than you ever did. You know, keep in mind, Tina, all those other elections. You know, we didn't really have social media until the yeah. Trump election, really, or Obama. But I really never heard any stars really complain about the president that got elected. Yeah. Just like they did him. It became fashionable. When Trump got elected, it became the fashionable thing to do if you're a celebrity is to get. And again, if you want to work, you have to be on the left. So if you're not on the left, you're not going to work. Playing, playing their music. I mean, come on. But that, you know, Tina, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. But again, you know, just because you can't hold it against an entertainer because they have a bigger audience to spread their political viewpoint. If Bruce Springsteen, you know, screwed Bolt 57 on the car as it went by the assembly line and went down to the local uh, brew pub for an adult beverage on a Friday night and sat at the bar and talked politics, that's his pulpit. Bruce Springsteen instead is a concert stage. You can do the same thing. You have social media. You can do the same thing. We all have social media. We can do the same thing. And if you go look at Facebook and Twitter, you're going to see all kinds of stuff. Um, as far as the politics go, I just, what strikes me about this, like I said, I am a Bruce Springsteen music fan. I'm not a Bruce Springsteen political fan. And I see it, it's really hard for people to make the separation. I get lost in the song. I don't think about the person singing it. But what about you? 1-800-283-101.5. And the bigger question here is, do you vet everybody? All your favorites, your favorite singers, your favorite actors, your favorite athletes, by their political viewpoint. Does it matter to you what's your favorite uh, sports team? Do you line up all the players and see which side of the political aisle they're on? one 800 Yet we do it when it comes to Bruce Springsteen. All right, is today your lucky day? You bet.
Because the new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app is everything you want in a digital casino and sportsbook. It's the only casino and sportsbook app that I recommend. It's easy to sign up, fun to use, and faster to win than ever before. Bet Parks is an official betting partner of the PGA Tour. Check out at Bet Parks on Twitter and also the app for special odds boosts and player specials on all the PGA Tour events. Join me right now on the all new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Download at the App Store, Google Play Store, at BetParks.com. All new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app users can choose between a $20 casino bonus and a $20 free sports bet, which begs the question is this the most rewarding casino and sportsbook betting app ever? You bet. The Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app where odds, bets, slots, and games all come together in perfect harmony right in your pocket. Sportsbook and Casino all in one amazing app. Plus, live in-game betting lets you bet while you watch the game. Must be 21 in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This fast traffic weather is brought to you by NJ Diet. Uncomfortable in your beach and pool clothes? You can still be slimmer for the summer since it only takes 40 days to lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40 plus pounds with NJ Diet. Schedule a consult at njdiet.com or call 855-5-NJ-DIET. 1-800-283-101.5. Looks like Sting sings like Bing. We call him Billy Idol. Hey, little sister. You going to see Bruce Springsteen? He's coming around uh, starting February 1st, Tampa. And then he ends uh, April 23rd at uh, Prudential Center. And a lot of people uh, not going to Bruce, not because they don't like his music, because they hate his politics. And uh, it's almost like they feel kind of, I don't know, screwed over. They, they, you know, we started off liking this guy for his music, and then we found out he was on the other side of the aisle. Can you make the difference? Can you make the separation? Are you going to see Bruce? Are you not going to see Bruce? Jim is in Manville on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Jim. Hey, bro, what's up? I'm good. How are you, pal? I'm, I'm all right, brother, man. Hey, listen, this is a long-time listener, first-time caller. Okay. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. Thank you. So listen, it's like this. I mean, when that last caller talked about the 84 tour, I was there. That was the last tour he was going to go on. I remember doing it. It's an amazing tour. I mean, it made an amazing uh, concert, you know. It was phenomenal. I remember that. The first time show, the first show I saw Bruce was in 84, and the rafters, we were up in the upper deck at the Meadowlands. Nice. And I could feel the floor go out from under me. I literally thought <laughs> the building was going to collapse and we were going to die. It's fantastic. It is. Well, I, the deal is this. I mean, I mean, I, 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 it comes on the radio, of course. I mean, I, the persona I have for Bruce Springsteen is not what he talks about politically. I, I don't agree with it. I don't like it. I don't listen to it. I mean, it's like an actor. I see him on uh, in a movie, and I love him. I hear him in part. I hear him doing an interview, like uh, Tom Cruise. Oh my God, Jesus Christ, he kills me. You can so, you so. can make the separation because the character that yeah. Tom Cruise is playing, you like the character, but ain't Tom like Cruise him. that you're talking to? You're talking to the character. Right, right. Tom Cruise in person, I don't think I can take it. You know what I mean? Even yeah. Venero. But I mean, that's what's going on with Springsteen. I just did a song. You know, Jersey Girl comes on. I'm gonna crank it up. I mean, I like the way it sounds. You know what I mean, so. But you wouldn't go see him. I don't agree. No, 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 there's no way I'm going to sing. I, I wouldn't take it. I'd be so mad. I'd be like, come on. I don't want to hear this. I want to hear you sing, bro. That's what it's all about. I don't hear I didn't come here to hear you talk about your political views. Well, yeah. you know, that's the thing. And you are paying for it. But then again, you know, he's saying, this is what I'm doing. This is what you're getting. So at that point, well, you have to now. decide. Yeah, no, no, no. I, at this point, knowingly that he's going to talk about that, there's no way I'm going to go. Hey, it's, uh, he's going to be angry at his own concert. I can't do that. 
No, I'm sorry. Jim, I get what you're saying. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. How do you feel? Can you separate? If, if Not only with Bruce, but with anybody. Like, if you don't agree with someone politically, what about your friends? Are all your friends on your side politically? I've got friends. I got a guy, a very good friend of mine, who unfriended me on Facebook because he didn't like what people were writing about Governor Murphy. Not what I was writing, what people were writing. I mean, has it gotten to that? 1-800-283-101.5. Have you ever had a situation, you know, like uh, there was so many divided conversations that we would hear about uh, when Trump was president. What's it going to be like at the holidays? Oh, here's how you handle the holiday when it comes to politics. All of a sudden, political talk disappeared. Joe Biden's got a 30% approval rating. 30% approval rating. The way we are going to solve the energy crisis in America is his approval rating is going to go so low, we're going to strike oil, and that's going to save the gas prices. But I digress. But as far as the politics go with Bruce, it's like there's an anger here that I don't see with anybody else as far as entertainers. You know what I mean? People may not agree with Colbert, so they don't watch Colbert. But they don't actively hate. Well, some do. But I mean, like one other Jersey guy uh, by way of South Carolina. But 1-800-283-101.5. As far as, you know, Bruce Springsteen coming around, if you're a fan of Bruce and you're going to pay for your ticket, and you will pay for your ticket, you are talking about, you know, what, hundreds if not thousands of dollars, depending on where you are, for one night, you're going to see a 72-year-old man Go up on stage, uh, 73-year-olds, and, uh, you know, sing his songs. And some people, it's the bucket list. Will this be the last time I get to see him? You know, they, they reach that age in the 70s. Is it going to be, and because he's going to say, I don't want to do this anymore. Or is it going to be, you know, he's going to keep coming around and coming around. I think Bruce will keep coming around and coming around because that's what he does. But there are people that have a problem separating the music from the politics. And I ask, you know, if you can, you know, why is it such a problem when it comes to Bruce Springsteen? He doesn't care whether you're going to go to the show or not. He's going to sell that ticket. His job isn't to make you personally happy. His job is to uh, sell concert tickets, to write songs, produce albums. And uh, that's what he does. So 1-800-283-101.5. But I've never seen, he's like the one guy. And I wonder, like, if John Lennon had lived, if his politics would have interfered with his music. But John Lennon's politics were about his music. And you could say that, I guess, about Bruce. Only thing is, like, I don't know. I haven't listened to enough of his recent material to say, like, you know, is he writing? Is he writing songs? Is he writing albums about what the working man is going through in the Joe Biden administration? Are we hearing any, any, of, any of those songs? Are we hearing songs about the work, the work, the working man? About a guy today who, uh, you know, can barely make ends meet and now he's paying $5 a gallon for gas? Anybody writing those songs if we're going to talk about a depressed America? Just wondering, I don't know. <laughs> Pat's in Raritan on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Pat. Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Your thoughts? Um, I, I, I would not 
go to see Bruce, and it is because of his politics, but it's slightly more nuanced than that. Um, I recall when Governor Christie was elected the first time, right. and Governor Christie was a lifelong Bruce Springsteen fan, still is, from what I understand. But right. um, he asked Bruce Springsteen to play at his inaugural, and Bruce Springsteen refused. It was either election night or inauguration that he was asked to play, and Bruce Springsteen refused because he didn't agree with Governor Christie's politics, the duly elected governor of New Jersey. So, uh, but, but that's his. But that's his right, Pat. I know. You know who did play with Governor Christie in his inaugural? That would be Glenn Stewart in the B Street Band, who opened my right, show right. tonight. It, it was a, it was a tribute band, but I think if Bruce Springsteen can refuse, and you're right, it's his right. But if he can refuse over politics, then people should be able to refuse him. Well, they can. But I, the question is, it's not that we're not saying they can't. The question is, do you want to? And you're obviously saying, yeah. I mean, okay. But do you feel this way about your favorite athlete, your favorite actor, other singers, or is it just Bruce? I, actually, I feel this way about uh, people who try to impose their will, whether it's left or right. Right. Um, you know, and they use their public persona to try to impose their positions on other people. I just don't think it's appropriate. All right, Pat. Good point. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Well put. 1-800-283-101.5. When it comes to Bruce Springsteen, can you separate your love for his music, if you have any, from his politics? Or are you just saying, I don't care, uh, I'm going, or I don't care, I'm not going? 930. Now the latest New Jersey news. For Jersey weather also brought to you by Metro Graphics Printing. Metro Graphics, the official promotional advertising company for New Jersey 101.5. Call them at 800-932-6045. Check out their website at metrographicsprinting.com. Metro Graphics for all your printing and promo needs. Steve Trebleys. Hi, John Lodge of the Moody Blues. Coming up after the 10 o'clock news. It's going to be at Ocean City Music Fair. Moody Blues have broken up. Oh, they're not broken up. They just stopped touring. They'll never break up. But uh, John Lodge wants to keep the music alive, so he's going out. And uh, he's written some of the classics, just a singer in a rock and roll band, Gemini Dream. We talk about them, so do stick around. We've been talking about Bruce Springsteen for the last, I don't know, two and a half hours. Good news, Glenn Stewart from the B Street Band, Cancer Free. Well, I'll have that, I'll post on that tomorrow at NJ1015.com. Check out what I've got now at NJ1015.com. You're going to see the uh, songs that people would like to hear Bruce play uh, when he goes on tour. And last night, we had Al Sapp. Sapienza, better known as Mikey Palmisi of The Sopranos, the first guy to get whacked on The Sopranos. And the man who whacked them was Paulie Walnuts. And Al Sapienza, a.k.a. Uh, Mikey Palmisi, talked about uh, Tony Sirico, a.k.a. Paulie Walnuts, on the passing. Uh, he died July 8th at the age of 79. Sirico did. So, 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. I'm Steve Trevelisse. Uh, have you ever had to deal with rats? I mean, Shane, you're from Georgia, right? Yeah. They have a lot of rats down in Georgia. I think we get more mice. We don't get rats. Shane's here on special assignment, actually. Yeah. You know, he's going undercover today. Uh, yeah, I know. Like, I, I, mice, I've dealt with field mice. You know, okay. they come in and you got to get them out of the house. And I, hate, I know Doyle's got a mice problem he was talking about. My with house Michelle. had this like raccoon and possum problem. Like really? In the attic. And you got to set traps is what we kind of have to do. Like, we got to set Ugh. traps in our attic to get them. 
and then you know you can let them free, or you can you know. You actually go up there and see the live raccoon in the trap? You can see him. Yeah, yeah. And the possums are the worst, right? We don't get a lot of rats. I know that you guys here can get a lot of rats. We had, I had a possum. A do- my, um, my dog had a doggy door. And my wife and I are watching Two and a Half Men. Mm-hmm. And the dog walks in and he's got the possum in his mouth and he lays it at our feet like, what I brought you? And we're like, mm-hmm. and he's just laying there. Oh, wow. So we run into the other room. And we're like, uh, what is this thing? Look it up. Possum. Marsupial. Oh, we get a Likes lot of to possums. play dead. Likes to play dead. We go back inside. He's gone. Oh. So now he's hiding somewhere in the house. So we call, call the state police. They send the cop over. The police, the trooper, myself, my wife, we're all like, do, 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 tiptoeing around trying to find this guy. Mm-hmm. And then the trooper says, you know what? I'm going to call animal control. He gets animal control, right? Cops in full uniform. We got the sticks. The rumors got to get this thing, right? We can't find them. Woman comes in. She's got a flannel light gown on. Old lady. I got him. Where is he? Comes in with this thing with a hook on the end. She goes in the room by herself. You see, the thing comes out. She's got him by the neck. Takes him out of the house and lets him go. Those people are fearless. They are amazing. They're fearless to go in like that. Those things can like really do damage to you. Really? Possums and raccoons—they can hurt. The well, the, the 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 raccoons can. The possums are pretty possums, docile, right? They don't. Do they bite? They can. Yeah, they. Because uh, they got no like no teeth practically, right? Oh, they or can do, get, do they? They can get crazy. I mean, have you seen? Have like, you a ever big gotten possum? bit by a possum? No, but I've had to get one like out of my front yard, like my front patio. Right. There was one hanging out, and like they hissed at, like they'll hiss at you. They'll. That's because that's what. That's all know, they got. They can hiss to try to scare you away, but that's I don't all know, they got. Steve, but I think they can get pretty angry and mean. The possums can get into it. Really? Yeah, I think they can. Because like here, like they got this. Uh, I'm looking at this on nj1015.com. Rats take over Manville, New Jersey neighborhood. Uh, I wonder if this is where Johnny lives. After Hurricane Ida and residents are fed up. Uh, basically, this guy Ken Gorman told New Jersey 101.5 that rats are loose on Greg's place in Manville. Gorman's a local pastor said the roads have been spotted coming in and out of empty houses and people's yards and crossing the street looking for food imagine that the rat is crossing the street like does the rat wait to see if it does he look both ways does he go does he cross at the walk uh or does he just cross whenever he wants that's disgusting one neighbor said uh was in his driveway when a rat scurried by just 10 feet away from him rats have even been seen coming out of a home that is still occupied oh my god this is disgusting does it say how big they are uh, I'm looking at him there. Pretty big. Uh, a quiet dead-end street, Griggs Place, is shorter than a football field and located in the Lost Valley neighborhood. Uh, but I want to know, like, 1-800-283-101.5. We're going to play John Lodge after 10 o'clock, but has anyone ever dealt with rats? I know, I, you know, in the, you know, in the ghetto, they got rats, right? In the, in the bad neighborhoods, they got rats. Uh, but has anyone ever had to deal with a rat? Anyone ever had to, uh, anyone ever corner a rat? I know you corner them, they get nuts. Um, the rats. But I've never dealt with a rat. And if I did deal with a rat, I would just leave the rat alone. You gotta take a BB gun or something and just... Well, not everybody carries. This is New Jersey. This well, ain't Georgia. People don't carry. I don't, I don't think you can have a BB gun in Jersey. You can't have a BB gun I don't here? think you can have a BB gun in Jersey. 
Can, you know, you got the Google. See if you yeah. can have a BB gun. Kyle, can you have a BB gun in Jersey? All right, Kyle's on it. 1-800-283-101.5. I, I know, like, people have dealt with mice, rodents, possum, raccoon. Anyone ever dealt with rats? And uh, if you have, what did you do? Like, what did you use, rat poison? How do you, how do you drive them out? <sighs> I have been lucky. That I've never, I know we were, my wife and I, we went to a wedding at the Camden Aquarium. And what was odd about the wedding at the Camden, a great place, by the way. What do you think they served? They had a buffet all throughout the Camden Aquarium for the wedding. What do you think they served on the buffet? Are you telling me they're serving rats? No, seafood. Oh, God. <laughs> so, like, the fish are in the tank, and you see these giant fish tanks with all these exotic fish and sharks. And right under the table, right under the tank on the outside is the table with the seafood. That's like a warning to them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is. Uh, you see, you better keep in line. Uh, but outside, we're sitting, and my wife and I, we go out, we're sitting on the bench looking at the river. You know, Schuylkill River. And way down below, we see rats running from can to can. This was years ago. That's disgusting. I know. 1-800-283-101.5. Anyone ever dealt with a rat problem? If you've ever been thinking of adding a pet to your family, <laughs> maybe a cat would be a good idea. My friends at Pet Center in Oldbridge know exactly how to match you with the perfect pet. They have a large selection of quality puppies from USDA licensed and inspected breeders. When you bring home a Pet Center puppy, you get the most comprehensive guarantees in the market. Up-to-date vaccines, five generations of pedigree, and a complete homecoming kit. They have a large selection of small animals, reptiles, birds, and tropical fish. Visit them in the shops at Old Bridge on Route 9 or at PetCenterNJ.com today. If it's happening, either brought to you by David Bradley Chocolate Factory. Chocolate-covered blueberries are back there for the summer at David Bradley Chocolate Factory. Enjoy local Jersey blueberries coated in premium milk or dark chocolate made fresh daily. Visit David Bradley in Robbinsville or online at DBChocolate.com. All right, Steve Trevelisse. Uh, Mainville. Certain neighborhood overrun by rats ever since uh, Ida. And uh, now they got to deal with it. Have you ever had to deal with rats? So we were talking about the BB guns in New Jersey. How uh, uh, Shane, who's from Georgia, where you get a BB gun at birth, uh, you know. <laughs> Here in Jersey, we have rules. Isn't that right? Kyle, with the rules. Yeah, so I looked it up during the break, and pellet or BB guns are essentially considered firearms in Jersey. So in order to purchase one, an individual has to have a firearms identification card, and they also have to have a pistol purchaser permit. So you can get them, but I'm assuming it's harder than it's most not going to be easy. I wonder now that the Supreme Court, you know, uh, overturned and said you have the right to bear arms, if more and more people in Jersey are going to be going out and getting arms uh, for to protect themselves. Uh, says the rats isn't working. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Let's talk to John in Piscataway. You're on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, John. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Man, direct connection tonight. John, when you call, I drop everything. Really? Some people, I say, nah, let Kyle get it. John's on the phone? Hey, what's going on? Well, I got a wild story for you about rats. Really? Go ahead. Okay. Are you Joey Reynolds? Rats in my room? Come on, tell me your story. The rats didn't come to us. Oh. We went to the rats. Let me shut my radio off here. Okay. Okay. okay now, you know where the Brook Theater is because you've been up on stage there. I have. Okay. And did you get into Bound Brook by coming in uh, from Southbound Brook? We had to cross that Queens Bridge. 
I, or did you come like from the Somerville area to get to Boundbrook? I came from, uh, uh, I don't know. I, I know like I came from Link, Lincoln Road, 287, right. 287, you came down and you went through Southbound Brook and then you go over a bridge under a train trestle and now you're in That's it, that's it, right. It is right around the corner. Right. Okay, well, just before you go over that big steel bridge, I'm talking about 1965 when I was like 14, 15. Mm -hmm. Right. There was the city dumps was back in there. Oh. And uh, my, my brother had just become a policeman in Franklin Township. Right. So he and his friend, they needed some excitement. He says, let's go get some target practice and we'll go to the dumps and shoot some rats. Okay. Let me tell you, during the daytime, you don't see them because they just come out at night. Uh, you'll see one or two during the day and get a shot. And my brother would bring his police 38. Mm. He'd bring his shot. Wow. His, his shot out there with shotguns. Uh -huh. And uh, this one time we went where it was like just before the sun was going down. And man, when the sun goes <clears throat> down, you better be ready because they're Everywhere it goes from like seeing hardly any to them running around everywhere. I had one really so help me God. It ran up my pant leg. It was up to my thigh. I looked down. And I got a rat running up my leg, and with the back of my hand, I just whammed, knocked them off of me. You're lucky. I'm like you got to be kidding me. I said to myself, Wow. So, I'll finish the story with this. Okay. The bulldozers come, they push all the garbage around, and they like push, push, push until it goes over a slope, and it all rolls down the slope. So my brother's friend, he was at the top of the slope, mm -hmm. and my brother and I were at the bottom of the slope, and we're trying to kick out the rats to right. come out as we're walking along. And this one comes flying out, he goes down the slope, and he's right, in the, and it was in the wintertime. There was right. snow on the ground, and he's plowing through the snow, and he's coming right towards me. Well. I had, oh, and another reason I had the call is because the guy earlier said a BB gun. Well, let me tell you, a BB gun isn't going to do squat. I guess no, the rat. The, the, rat, the rat will laugh at the BB gun and just throw the BB back. <laughs> He'll juggle it a little bit. one 1-800-283-101.5, Steve Trevelis. Coming up, uh, John Lodge, bass player for the Moody Blues. Playing in the Moody Blues songs. Let's get Rob on the Parkway real fast. Rob, you're on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, Robert? Hey, what's up, Steve? Good. And I love you, by the way. Thank you, pal. No, for real. I love you. All right. Uh, listen, West Orange, I, that's where I live. Uh -huh. And let me tell you something. We had, we had a gas station. They ripped up the gas station. Right. They put in a 7-Eleven. Right. And now there's rats everywhere. Oh my God! You know what? We got to give him Slurpees. That's what's going to be. Eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. As I said, John Lodge, bass player from the Moody Blues, coming up. If you're a Moody Blues fan, you're gonna want to hear this. If you're not a Moody Blues fan, you're gonna want to hear this. Dennis and Judy. Twenty-five three one zero one point five is the number. Steve Trevelis. The Moody Blues are no longer touring. But John Lodge is, and he's playing the Ocean City Music Pier July 25th. He wrote this. And uh, he also wrote, I'm just a singer in a rock and roll band. And uh, he also wrote Gemini Dream. And uh, I also got to talk to him on a Tuesday afternoon of all times. And if you're a Moody Blues fan, you get that. Because that was basically uh, the Moody Blues hit. 
right, this is my interview with John Lodge, part one. The Moody Blues are no longer touring, but John Lodge, legendary bass player, songwriter, vocalist for the iconic rock band, is bringing his electrifying, performs classic Moody Blues show to the Ocean City Music Pair on July 25th as part of their summer concert series. He joins us now. What better time to talk to a member of the Moody Blues than on a Tuesday afternoon? How are you, John? <laughs> hey, Steve. Fine. <laughs> Great intro. <laughs> Why did the band stop touring? I, I really don't know. I really don't know. Um, we had a fantastic tour with uh, we recorded uh, a live version of Days of Future Past, and we performed that on stage uh, for one tour only, and um, that was it. Really, I, I, I really don't know. Um, but. You know, I'm one of those, those persons who I don't investigate why or what or whatever. Just get on with it, you know? Uh-huh. Now, why do you feel the need to keep performing? And thank you for that, by the way. Oh, I, you know, I've been a Moody Blue all my life, uh, and I will be a Moody Blue forever. Uh, and, you know, these songs we've done on stage for all these years... The part of my life here, the, my journey through my life and a journey through my, my musical life, you know, without these songs, uh, without me writing or performing on them, they wouldn't have existed. So uh, I, I wanted to keep something we invented uh, alive, really, and that's really what it is. I just love the music. I love the music from day one, uh, which we've uh, written together and performed together and recorded together. John, what was it like starting out competing with all those great bands like the Beatles, the Stones, the Kinks, the Who, and you bring your own sound? What was it like competing with those bands? You know, it, it's, a, it's a really interesting time it was because uh, prior to that, uh, I was in a band with Ray Thomas called uh, Riot and the Rebels. And we grew up uh, with these bands. I remember um, playing one concert in, in near Birmingham, and the promoter came up to said, we've got another band on tonight uh, that just recorded their first song. And it was the Beatles, Love Me Do. So, you know, we all grew up the same time really and uh, uh, listening to the Beatles uh, they just come come from Germany and they were doing sort of English rock and roll of American hits as well as writing their own songs you know and um, I think that was the impetus to say okay we've got to start writing our own songs and um, that was it we, we the I don't think there was a competition of such, but I do remember it was always fantastic recording a new record and playing it to someone else in another band. <laughs> it was, they've done this, we've done this. You know, it's, it was a, a strange thing. And the, the other thing which was really good as well, uh, the first motorways or freeways were opening in England when we were touring and um, 
You used to go to the service station of a night, particularly Saturday night, and, uh, and uh, you see all the other bands coming back from a gig somewhere around England, uh-huh. uh, outside of London. Uh, it was always great to go there, and even if you hadn't had a gig, go there and pretend you had. <laughs> Now, uh, it may not have been a competition, but were the Moody Blues influenced by the Beatles? And do you think the uh, the Beatles influenced the Moody... Uh, the, I'm sorry, were the Moody Blues influenced by the Beatles? And do you think the Beatles were influenced by the Moody Blues? I don't know, because you, we had you, you, the Mellotron. The Mellotron was a big part of our life. Right. And I remember Mike... Um, going to a Beatles session one day and not not saying like influence them to use the Mellotron but uh, we were using the Mellotron and Harmonist we were a slightly different band to the Beatles as well you know because we were aiming for the uh, FM album market really not singles um, the Beatles had just been incredible uh, writing all those singles was amazing, and um, but we we're just happy to go along with what we were doing. Really, uh, obviously, we were listening to uh, the Beatles because in England at the time and around the world as well, uh, their influence was incredible. You know, things like Strawberry Fields Forever and uh, All I Need Is Love. What great songs! Sure, and I know like Denny ended up working with Paul through the seventies, which kind of like made me, you know, led me to that connection. But uh, the Moody Blues uh, and Ride My Seesaw, a, a John Lodge song. I'm just a singer in a rock and roll band, which is one of my favorite songs of all time. How did you come to write "I'm Just a Singer in a Rock and Roll Band," John Lodge? I think uh, I, I wrote it. Uh, at my home in England, in my, uh, uh, it was just a music room at the time, a, a quiet space, I think. And um, um, what, we just finished a tour of America, and um, I got home, and there was a whole lot of people uh, sort of camping about on the front yard of my home. <laughs> and I said to them, what, what are you doing? And they said, well, we're here waiting for the spaceship. <laughs> and I said, what do you mean? And they said, well, we know you're going to fly for us. And I said, uh, you know, I, I actually don't like flying, so I'm going to be flying a spaceship. But I realized people were... Um, uh, bestowing on us uh, things that they shouldn't bestow on us. And uh, we're just uh, exactly the same as other people. We might be writing about what's happening in the world, but we know nothing else than everyone else knows. And uh, I just wanted to say, oh, I'm just a singer in a rock and roll band playing my music. Um, but I, I do end up on the last line saying we're all just singers in a rock and roll band. Let's just get that straight. Let's just be the, the person 
and enjoy music and enjoy life. It was such a grounding song for all the philosophy that was going on at the time. I'm just a singer in a rock and roll band. <laughs> I loved it. All right, part two is coming up. Here's New Jersey 101.5, Fast Traffic. On a Jenkinson's Boardwalk. Welcome back to the one shore destination for safe family fun. Jenkinson's Boardwalk in Point Pleasant Beach. Enjoy Grandparents Wednesdays, Grandparents Ride Free with a Paying Child, or Wristband Day every Tuesday and Wristband every night Friday. Uh, wristband Night every Friday with unlimited rides for a single price. Visit Jenkinson's.com for more. Steve Trevel is. John Lodge of the Moody Blues, the bass player. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Moody Blues, going to be coming July 25th to the Ocean City Music Pier. I got to speak with him on a Tuesday afternoon. Here's part two. In the 80s, Moody Blues have a resurgence. It starts with Gemini Dream. Long time no see. What was the thought process behind Gemini Dream and the relaunch? Well, it was exactly that. We are going on. We'd made an album before called Octave, right. which was not really um, the, the, the album that was to relaunch the Moody's. For me, Octave was the, the last of the albums we were going to record in that way. And we just built a new studio in England, a Westlake Audio Studio. And it was the first album as the Moody Blues we, rec we recorded there. And um, the original working title of this song was uh, um, uh, uh, Back on the Road in the USA or something like that. Uh -huh. Gemini Dream. And the, it was, we recorded the album and, um, you know, the album was having an incredible success and we decided we were going to go on the road and promote it and have a great time, really, uh, playing the music. And uh, it was really was. We hadn't been on the road, really, for so many years. And it was like, okay, long time no see. That's really what it's all about. We haven't seen you for ages. Uh, and that was Gemini Dream, really, because we were going on the road as musicians for, for five years before that, four years before, we were at home doing what everyone else does, you know. We weren't on the road. We may have been recording, but we weren't on the road. And that was the sort of Gemini dream uh, who we were at that time. And then you uh, you go into The Voice. Uh, I know you're out there somewhere. Wildest Dreams, another one of my favorite songs. Uh, that whole 80s approach, how was the 80s approach to the music different from the 60s approach to the music? Well, we were, we, we were uh, listening to, uh, not listening, but we were exploring all the... Um, uh, new ways of recording. The equipment was changing. Uh, when we started, really, was a mellotron, a flute, a uh, bass, and a guitar, and set of drums and harmonies. And during the 80s, you had the Apple computers and everything else coming along, uh, and you could experiment with um, different ways of recording. And 
we really enjoyed that, I think, you know, finding new ways of recording in the studio. And um, that led to all the different type of, of music we were doing, I think, probably in the 80s and early 90s. What's your favorite Moody Blues song? What's the Moody Blues song John Lodge has the most fun playing? Oh, the most fun I have is in... Uh, the most fun is singer in a rock and roll band. Yeah. The song I love performing on stage, not because of my performance, because of the musicians in my band, and anyone coming to see the concert on the 25th will understand what I mean. The musicians handle that song brilliantly. So I enjoyed doing that on stage because at one stage it's almost as though you can hear a pin drop on stage and the next moment it's like the 1812 overture <laughs> with everything going on. Uh, so enjoy that, and but I suppose really I've got to say nice and what's certain because that really introduced us uh, to a world market in nineteen sixty seven. Really, whose idea was it to put the gong at the end of Nights in a White Satin? A well, gong into I, I, rock and roll was brilliant. Uh, yeah, the gong. I, I, I think I, I can't remember, but we. Were, one of the things that happened with us on those first few albums, we all had, seemed to have the same ideas at the same time. <laughs> it's really <laughs> strange, and so can't, I can't remember. But what was good was, was hey, let's reverse the gong as well. So we got gong going backwards wow. and gong finishing. So <laughs> it was really an interesting time. We, we had lots of fun recording in those days because we were recording on uh, four-track machines. Uh -huh. John Lodge, you were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2018 as a member of the Moody Blues. What kind of mark would you say the Moody Blues have left on rock and roll? Uh, uh, I... I, I I hope uh, we brought uh, to rock and roll uh, a, a different page into rock and roll. It is rock and roll, just like Buddy Holly singing Raining in My Heart. It's rock and roll, but it's different. And um, it's, I think, I hope we've made people happy. I you think did. that's what, for me, the Moody Blues, because I, I, over the years people have come with saying they're down at this time or down at this time or something has happened in their lives and they played the Moody Blues record and it uplifted them. And I hope uh, that's what we've done. I, I hope we were an uplifting band. I think that's what's going to happen Monday night, July 25th. John Lodge at the Ocean City Music Pier. For tickets, go to Ticketmaster.com. John, thank you so much for the conversation. It has, been, it, it has been a thrill for me to speak with you. Thank you so much. Well, thank you.
thank you very much. And, uh, yeah, thank you all and uh, all your listeners as well for uh, keeping the faith uh, with the Booty Blues. Thank you. And we'll see you on July 25th at the Ocean City Music Piers. Chad, you know the Moody Blues, right? Of course, of course. I have to educate. I have to school these two. On the Moody. They've never heard of the Moody Blues. <laughs> they, they probably think it's an attitude or something. Yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> it's something I saw on the Twitter. <laughs> it's 1030. Now the latest New Jersey news. Brought to you by Keystone Roofing and Siding. Is your home's exterior showing signs of age? Don't wait till it's too late. Call Keystone Roofing and Siding for a free evaluation. Roofing, siding, and windows. Quality work. Professionally done. Visit their new state-of-the-art showroom on Route 9 in Howell. Or log on to KeystonePros.com. All right. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevely's. Kyle Forcini's in the room, my producer par excellence. What do you think of that John Lodge interview? Eh? That was really good. You have no idea. Who no idea who Lodge John Lodge is. No idea. I just John. know that I got the audio, put it in the hotkeys for you, and we played it. I, I got Shane I in here, right? You're what, 22? 22. 22. Shane's 20. And you got Knights in White Satin, Ride My Seesaw, Gemini Dream, Wild District. Moody Blues, one of the most iconic bands in rock and roll. Beatles, Stones, Who. Uh, Kinks. I've heard of all that. Moody Blues. Moody you Blues. Knights no. in White Satin. You never heard Night. Hold on. Hold they on, ain't hold ringing on. a bell, Travis. Uh, did you ever hear this song? You never heard this song? Not ringing a bell. Not ringing a bell? Hold on. How about you? No. No? Uh, hold on. Hold on. Let's see if it kicks in. Hold on. No? Nothing. Nothing. All right, all right, all right. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to do another one for you guys. I'll give you (laughs) one more. How about this one? How about this one? How about this one? This one you have to know. This is like, it's one of the greatest songs in rock and roll. If there was ever a great rock and roll song, it would be this song. And this is like one one of the big hits of the 70s. When everybody was getting all philosophical and political like Springsteen, John Lodge just said, enough of this. Leave me alone. I'm just a singer in a rock and roll band. You know this song? Listen. No? No? Hold on. We gotta keep listening. Keep listening. To appease you, I'll say yes. But it's to no. appease me, but you should no. know this song. <laughs> listen, listen. Here, here comes the good part. You know, now listen. Now you gotta know, right? Yeah, yeah, I know it now. Lying, <laughs> lying to me. I yeah, can, I I can, you know, I can tell when you're lying. Your lips are moving. That's how I get that. No all right, idea. all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. The hell with that. Let's try another one. Give you one more. Give you one more, because I like it. Here we go. One more. All right. If you don't know this, you have to know. Your mother right now should be texting you. I'm, I'm surprised you're going to let you in the house. I'm surprised you're going to let you in the house. All right. How about this one? This. This is. This was 1985, if I'm not mistaken. 85, 86. The Moody Blues have a comeback in the 80s. Starting with a song called Gemini Dream. And this song was called Your Wildest Dreams. And, uh. Beautiful intro. Isn't it a beautiful intro? Listen, you like it? Does it sound familiar? I mean, look, I know Beatles yeah. like the back of my hands. Shut up, back of the hand. Title, listen to this. Title listen to this. Listen, listen, here it comes. Here it comes. Listen. Here, it's going to kick in now. This is that a video? Best song ELO never did. 
That's the Electric Light Orchestra, by the way. I know ELO. Oh, okay, that, just making yeah. sure. You know this song? Not ringing a bell. I'm 0 for 3. Oh, my God. Oh, not my a, God. Not only 0 for 3, I don't even recognize a single note. Nothing. This Nothing? is foreign to me. Nothing? Yeah, it's not good. All right, how about this part? Listen, listen. How about this? Maybe this is the part you'll recognize. No? Maybe a little. I Maybe couldn't be more course. clueless right now. Oh, my You know, God. and I produced for Big Joe on the weekend, so I, I've Don't heard all the 70s and 80s music. Don't tell him about this. So. Yeah, you think you heard Apparently all the 70s. Even Big Joe, Big Joe knows all these songs. I'm sure he does. I can't believe but this. But I'm going to for tonight. Oh, my God. Well, you're not going to know the other ones if you don't know these. Oh, believe me, I'm not going to know any of them. The Moody Blues are one of the most iconic. All right, all right, all right, all right. Well, you know what? I know you know who the Moody Blues are, he said, talking to the audience, addressing the fourth wall, the listener, the people who get it. Uh, by the way, we, uh, when Sam was here, we used to do headlines and treblines, and I waited patiently for someone that could take the reins of headlines. Someone who would know the Moody Blues. <laughs> so we wow. may have to postpone oh this for a while. Well, I've got news for you. Excellent news. Now it's time for headlines and treblines. I read the news today. Steve comments on the headlines of New Jersey. Brace yourself, folks. For mind-blowing news. As only Steve can. not know the Moody Blues. I can that's, tell that's you. That's the headline. I mean, I knew a day in the life in your intro here. How do you Beatles. know the Beatles? You know everything oh, the about the Beatles. Huge. I heard. And you know nothing about the Moody Blues. Nothing. Okay. Zero. What? What's, what's your first? Other than that, what's your Nada. second headline? Uh, all right. So this totally does not fit the music we got going on right now. But I was oh, looking okay. at the web and I had seen uh, there was an... A crash in New Jersey of a 16-year-old driving a car. And I wanted to get your opinion on this because I have an opinion myself. Who's more at fault, the person who let the 16-year-old drive the car or the 16-year-old himself? Who's at fault? Yeah. Like, who would you blame? Well, you have the 16-year-old had a license, right? No. He did not have a license? No. And somebody let him drive the car? Exactly. Well, it's... Per it's Actually, it's the person who let him drive the car. That's what I would say, 16 too, 16-year-old's right? job is to try to drive the car. Well, the 16, right? Of course, they're going to want to drive it, right? That's like but Colonel person, Hogan. His job was to escape Stylock 13. It's malpractice to not let the, or to let the 16-year-old yeah, drive the car. It's your job as a 16-year-old to try to drive the car. Like That's what everybody wants to do when you're that age. I remember yeah. being 16 and wanting to, to drive a car and just waiting forever to be able to do it. But, but of course, if you get caught, then you got Well, that, too. But alone. to let somebody do it alone as well. Who's, Did he get hurt? Uh, I believe it actually was a fatal crash. He right. wasn't killed. You're not allowed to get your license here until when? Because you're allowed 17. to get it at 16 Six, you in Georgia. Get it so at I was driving no, you, at 16. You, yeah, right. You can you get a permit Permanent at 16. 16. Right. Yeah. Wow, that's different too. Permanent you 15. Cannot, well, wait a minute. You let him drive the car without a license. It stops there. Yeah, that's true. I would think, yeah, it's, yeah. it stops there. He's driving the car without a license. You know, how, how can you? As a parent, there is a guardian or is whatever. And, uh, you know, for something like that to happen. And, of course, this poor kid is going to, you know, he made a fatal mistake that he's going to spend the rest of his life, regardless of what happens, he's going to spend the rest of his life living with that. Yeah. And, you know, like sometimes, you know, there's many reasons that parents have to step in and say no. And uh, some of them actually protect the child from themselves. And in this situation, that was that. 
I've I'll got wait. a lighter one for you if you want to move off this topic. I've got a lighter news. <laughs> oh, really? The first yeah. one he gives me. Yeah, it's know? a dark one, but. But wait a minute. Wait, I've got to do a commercial break. Okay. Well, that'll be the tease for the audience. There you go. Okay, here we go. All Jersey. 4.5 SM Bank for your tank. You can win a free $100 gas card. Listen at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for the secret code word. Enter it on our New Jersey 101.5 app for your chance to win a free $100 gas card. There's three winners every weekday. Thanks to our sponsor, Parks Casino. This is how you win. Exit 6 off the Jersey Turnpike. Get some bank for your tank. Free $100 gas cards only from New Jersey. 101.5. Steve Trevelisse. And uh, Kyle Forsini, my producer with Headlines and Trevline. Shane is hanging out. We don't know what he does, but he showed up one day. You're an, <laughs> an intern. Okay. I'm an intern. Hey, I'm broadcasting live from the Asbury Park uh, uh, broadcast booth on, on, on Saturday from 3 to 7. Uh, right down the road from Madame Marie, who's uh, never, never thought she'd ever tell these fortunes. So, Kyle, what else is going on? So, I got a distillery is fighting invasive crabs by turning them into whiskey, <laughs> which is bizarre to me. <laughs> and I was reading about it, and uh -huh. so they, the guy at the, I guess it's the owner of the bar, was saying how at first thought everybody thinks that's disgusting and they wouldn't want to try it. And he said, if you can get them to try it, they lighten up and say they like it. Wait a minute. What hand, do you mean invasive crabs? It's yeah. First of all, this sounds like a really <laughs> bizarre. First of all, when I hear invasive crabs, I make other plans. <laughs> yeah, my plan is not to make them in, into whiskey. Yes, in, invasive crabs. Now, what are we talking about? With, are we talking about like the ones that crawl out of the sea? Yeah, essentially, they are. Uh, it's green crabs, but apparently they've been here for a really long time. Been where? Uh, what do you say? Been where? Oh, in the United States. Now, it's not like they're just newly invasive, but I guess they're labeled as an invasive species because they didn't originate here. Um, These are crabs that live in the ocean. Yes. Like actual legitimate Green crabs. crabs. Green crabs. The kind, yes. you, the kind you go and you get the crab trap and you cook spaghetti with them. And I guess them so. in, right? Which, you never did that. You're Italian. You have to know spaghetti and crabs. Uh, no? I don't. No. No. You go, every, yeah. Italian, every Italian would go down the shore. And we go down the shore, you get the bungalow, and you open up the bungalow, and the first thing you get is a whiff of hot air, and it's hot as hell. So what do you do when an Italian family goes in there, like my grandmother and all my aunts and uncles? They put on a big pot of boiling water because it's just not hot enough. <laughs> and then they make gravy. And the idea for the gravy is that it's our job to go out and get, crabs. get the crabs. Mm -hmm. And you go with the crab traps. Mm -hmm. My uncle would go with the, with the with the flashlight, and the crab would come up, and he put the net underneath them and try to get it, right? And we were so bad at catching crabs that my grandmother would, instead of making the crabs, she would take the bait, the squid that we used, and make calamari. <laughs> <laughs> How can you be bad at crabbing, though? Because it's just dropping a trap, no? Right? Like, I've sort of got crabbing You have to kind of talk the crab into staying but, in the trap. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> no, you can get them. I mean, every now and then you catch a soft-shell crab, and that's a big deal. Well, then at the same time, how big does the crab have to be to be worth cooking? Do they have to be a certain size? You want to get you know? a big enough crab to make it worth eating. But, yeah, like, are you tossing them back if they're not big enough? Or what are you, are you just taking to. what you can get? I mean, you're supposed to. I mean, we. I mean, I did because you know what? Again, it's not. It's not worth it. What yeah. are you gonna? What are you gonna get? The idea of the crab, you want to get the meat off the crab. Personally, for me, spaghetti and crabs is way too much work. I want like the crab cake. 
I want Ooh. like someone who's already done the work and gotten the yeah. meat out of the crab, and then I'll do that. But you get, I mean, the old world Italians, oh my God, like, you know, the old aunts and uncles, uh, God rest all their souls. Well, we'll be a, sucking like <laughs> out, of the, out of the legs <laughs> and the claws. All right, there, relax, relax. Well, what do you think about a crab flavored whiskey? I mean, that was the the article title. I can't right? what are we imagine. Thinking? What would a crab flavored whiskey say? It's good? That's what they're claiming in this article. I cannot imagine it would be very good. Maybe you should bring some in. Where, now, where is this place? Uh, that's a good question. Did not say. Did not I say? I mean, I'm sure it would if I just... Oh, apparently it's What's in What's the name of it? Crabby Patties? <laughs> it is apparently it. in New Hampshire. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, so much for that. So, <laughs> Yeah, apparently we're not going to be getting it anyway. Instead of wild turkey, right? We're going to have wild crabs. Crabby Patties. It's called Tamworth's Distill Distillings. It needs a better name. And it's called the Crab Tapper Whiskey. The Crab Tapper Whiskey. No. Not at all. I don't, I don't see it happening. Couldn't even. You'd have to like, the that. first shot would have to be free. And even then you're like, nee. All right, give me another story. Um, all right, so I wanted to, too, obviously I'm a sports guy. Obviously. And I'm looking through sports news. Now, it's yes. not necessarily New Jersey. But I happen to see, you know, Baker Mayfield got traded to the uh, Panthers. And he was talking about how he's excited for a new beginning with the Panthers. And in my opinion. What's he going to say? <laughs> well, in my opinion, this is also stupid, though, because every quarterback that's not very good and gets traded somewhere is always going to say that. Baker Mayfield's not good. He'll be out of Carolina like Sam Darnold in like two to three years. You think so? Yes, he's not good. Yeah, and and Sam all. Darnold as well. Yeah. So yeah, much how about for the that? entire 2018 yeah. draft. Yeah. That was a good idea, Exactly. Right? Giants aren't looking so bad for taking Saquon. If Saquon has well, a rebound year, it's going to yeah. be really good for him. Yeah, we'll see about Everybody that. Everybody backing me up on that one, right? <laughs> we'll see about that. I can't get behind you there. Well, who do you like? Well, ex who did you like yeah, in that draft? I guess Quentin Nelson at this point. He's the one that I wanted the Giants to take, and had they taken him, he was like the least sexiest but best pick yeah. in the entire. Or the other one was Bradley Chubb. And he ended up getting hurt. But, yeah, absolutely. And, and the Colts were brilliant because yep. they – Ryan Grigson nearly screwed that team into the ground. But then um, the new general manager, whose name is in my head, I can't remember it right now, the guy took over. He went and just got a whole bunch of offensive linemen. Yep. And the Giants signed one of them now in uh, Gluminski. Having said that, did a great job tonight, but it's time to go. Let's do this again tomorrow night, shall we? Working tonight? This has been the Steve Travelee Show On Demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.5.